Hey there, thank you for tuning in to the This Southern Girl Can Show, the podcast that covers it all with a sweet Southern accent. Your host, Amber, is a successful YouTuber and published author who teaches others to craft, cook, run a business, and balance a hectic lifestyle. Check her out on Facebook, YouTube, and all other forms of social media under the same name as this podcast, This Southern Girl Can. You can also check out her website at www.thissoutherngirlcan.com. And now, here's Amber. Hey, y'all, it is Small Business Saturday. And on Small Business Saturday, I teach you tips and tricks on how to get your small business off the ground and keep it off the ground. This is being posted on Sunday, actually, because I had skipped over something that I wanted to say in my recordings on Saturday, and it was already late, and I was like, just forget about it. I'll just post it on Sunday. So here I am posting Small Business Saturday on a Sunday. But anyway, I want to talk about Instagram today. Now, Instagram, and this is my opinion, and it's also the opinion of a lot of other people that are content creators out there. Instagram is the hardest of all of these social media platforms out there to grow, okay? Um, I have found it harder than Facebook in the past and currently I still think it's harder than Facebook even though YouTube and Pinterest is not considered social media I still kind of loop those in with social media because I'm, I'm on them pretty much all the time but out of everything that I'm on I will still say that I think Instagram is the hardest now I just want to talk a little bit here because it has been quite a while since I have posted any episodes so I am going to be going over a few things that I've already stated in the past, but the tips that I'm going to give you today are things that I have not talked about in the past. I don't think I have. But anyway, when I had first started my Facebook page, I was a pretty much like a craft blogger. I was not even on YouTube at the time. I just posted crafts and then I'd take photos step by step and I was putting them on my blog, right? And I did okay with that. And then I decided to make a Facebook page. Now, when I had started this business, my living arrangements, my whole life situation was absolutely far from being ideal, okay? And I'm going to tell you what, up until this year, I do not feel that I have been putting my all into it. It was spotty here and there, here and there. And then y'all know the story of a little over two years ago, my best friend, my only friend at the time, like my only friend became very ill and I started to take care of her. I took her to all of her infusions and transfusions, you know, at the cancer center up here. And then she passed away. Someone else that I had put all of my trust and faith into as a person totally obliterated that. Um, and that tore me down probably more than anything else tore me down. So for a whole period of roughly two years there, it was all I could do to hang on and work my business. And it does take quite a while to come out of a funk. I know that there are a lot of you out there that are in similar situations and you're like, you know, I'm just so down in the dumps. How in the world can I even think about working social media? Well, you just have to dig your heels in and do what you can do. Don't push yourself, but you can do whatever you can do with the time that you're given and with the energy that you're given. And I, I've been making jokes about this, right? I'm like, you know, if I was to ever get my motivation back, it would be over, you know? And I'm finally getting that motivation back. So many people ask me how to run their businesses and such, and I've got a lot of good information. And then I realized I myself was not really implementing a lot of that information because of things going on in my personal life. So ju just recently, I have said, Amber, 
everything is over. You have built this big, strong, solid foundation, and now it is time for you to put it into gear and for you to really start working your business. And I want to tell you just some of my stats right here. Now, this is in the past 28 days, okay? In the past 28 days, I have gained 11,209 Instagram followers. In those same 28 days, I gained a little over 62,000 Facebook followers on my business page. 62,000. Let that sink in. A lot of people don't even have a quarter of that, and they've been working their business for a year or two. I gained over 62,000 Facebook followers in 28 days. Why? Because I looked at myself in the mirror one day and I said, you need to, you need to stop <laughs> with this moping around and you need to put it into gear and you need to go full steam ahead and you really need to start working. People are like, I don't understand how you can do everything you do in your day. And I've always been like this, okay? I've always been like this, even back when, um, you know, working as a nurse in the hospitals and we were usually short staffed. I was used to going 100 miles an hour. And then I was a nurse manager at a few facilities and we were always short staffed. So I was used to going 100 miles an hour. And that's my mentality. If you're not going 100 miles an hour, 16 hours a day, you're not going to get anywhere. And that's just not feasible. You have to work smarter and not necessarily harder. Now, in the beginning, in the beginning, you are going to have to work harder than you ever thought you could work because you are competing with every other content creator out there. You are not a needle in a haystack. You are a needle and a stack of needles, okay? Because there are so many people out there that are getting absolutely sick and tired of this rat race that we're in. They're getting sick and tired of getting up, going to work, coming home miserable, going to bed miserable, getting up miserable, and then doing it all over again the next day. So there are more and more content creators out there. You've got to set yourself apart. I've got purple hair. I've got facial piercings. I've got tattoos everywhere. I set myself apart. I've got long stiletto nails that get both positive and negative attention. I set myself apart aside and I stand out from other crafters out there because how many other crafters out there work with <laughs> inch long stiletto nails you've got to set yourself apart and then once you can get that aesthetic out there you're going to start taking off and I didn't have that in the beginning okay I did not have that at all in the beginning but I incorporated that later on and then you know my videos started to pick up my followers started to pick up because they're like, let's go, go you got to go watch this crazy girl over here. But let's talk about Instagram in particular, okay? So I've talked a little bit about, you know, getting started initially. So let's talk about Instagram. And I'm going to tell you, number one, and this goes with Facebook, with Pinterest, with anything. You have got to stop comparing your day number one to someone else's day 100, okay? You have got to stop doing that because I used to do that to myself all the time. I'm like, how come this person has so many more followers than me? And listen, this is going to sound terrible, okay? But I, I don't know how else to say it. And there are a lot of you out there that know what I'm talking about, but you don't want to say it for fear of upsetting somebody. But you could look at somebody's account and you're like, you know, their stuff isn't half as good as mine. Why do they have so many more followers than I do? Oh, well, their page is like six years older than mine. And I would drag myself down because I was comparing my numbers to theirs, but they had been at it a lot longer than me, you know? And I'm like, well, maybe I'll get to their numbers one day. I don't know. Maybe I will. 
but you just need to work on your account and stop comparing your account to all of the other accounts out there. Now, that being said, I want you to pretend that you have 1 million followers no matter what you're on. If you're on Facebook, if you're on Instagram, Pinterest, it doesn't matter. I want you to pretend that you are catering to 1 million followers. I don't care if you've only got three because your numbers will grow. They will. I know they will. I believe that your numbers will grow. You have to believe that in yourself, okay? But you've got to stop comparing everything you do to somebody else. You are not everybody else. You are you. So when it comes to posting on Instagram, one of the best practices that I can tell you is to post two times a day. And no, I'm not talking about making like a post on your feed two times a day. I'm talking about making two separate different kind of posts. Now on Instagram, you can post like a photo, you can post a story and you can post a reel. So I want you to do that two times a day. Let's say today you post a photo and then you post to your story. And then maybe tomorrow you post to your story and you post a reel. And then the next day you post a photo and post a reel. If you can't do that, let's say that you're just starting out and you don't have enough content to do that. And that, that is a perfectly genuine concern because when I started on Instagram, I didn't have a lot of content. I was just getting into Instagram and I'm like, what is this Instagram thing everybody's talking about? Now, I did have crafts on my blog, but at the time I was working with this crappy little, I think it was an iPhone 4S or something. It, it was a crappy iPhone, crappy little iPhone I was working with. Um... And maybe, maybe you don't have enough content or maybe you don't think your photos are good enough and your photos may not be all that great because let's say maybe you are working with a cheap cell phone. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about the quality of your photos starting off because you know what? You'll get what you need later on down the line. Whatever you, whatever you do, just try to post two times. Now, let's say, like I said, you don't have enough content to do that. Today, I want you to post a photo on Instagram. Now, tomorrow, post a reel. The next day, post a story. As long as you are posting on there every single day, post something. I don't care what it is. Sometimes when I don't have anything new to post on Instagram, I'll be like, okay, what book am I reading? I'll just take a picture of whatever book I'm reading. I'll throw that up in my Instagram stories. And then I'm, I'm an Amazon affiliate. I'll go see if the book is on Amazon. If it's on Amazon, I'll just copy my affiliate link, throw that in with my stories, and boom, there is a story, and I'll probably make some money off of it because people will go buy that book. But at least I posted something that day. Now, there are some days where I will post a photo, I will post a story, and I will post a reel. And then you really notice your numbers going up then. But you just work with what you got, work with the photos that you have as you build your content, as you get more and more content you'll be able to post a photo, a story, and a reel every single day. Now, with that being said, I don't want you to say, okay, I'm just going to go take pictures. I like cats, but I make wreaths. I'm going to post a picture of a wreath, and then I'm going to put my cats in my stories, and then, okay, I went on a walk, and I saw a bird, and I'm going to put that in my reels. Okay, nobody cares. Stop doing that, okay? Nobody cares that you like cats. <laughs> you know, I do that every now and again. I do because people know that I rescue cats and kittens and if they ask to see them, then I'll post it. But you really need to hone in. If you're making wreaths, you need to post wreaths, okay? And I've gone over this numerous times. You don't want to make every single post a business post because once again, nobody cares. Nobody wants to see business, 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 business all the time. 
It needs to be like 30% business, 70% other. Now, on my business page, people know that I post things that teach you how to do something. I teach you how to make something. I teach you how to cook something. I teach you how to bake something. And then I throw funny stuff in. Okay? The majority of my stuff is funny. The rest of it is like teaching you how to do something. And that, that's a good ratio. I think that's a pretty, pretty good ratio. It's worked well for me, and I know it works well for other content creators. So if you can do that, but try to keep it narrowed down to like your particular niche. Like if you make wreaths, wreaths and then something funny. And then your next post needs to be a wreath. And then, you know, something funny. A wreath and something funny. Not a wreath and a bird and a cat and a recipe and this and this and that. Unless, you know, that's what you're going for. But if you are trying to sell wreaths or if you have a wreath workshop and if you're trying to teach how to make wreaths, you need to try to keep it as narrow as possible. And that really boils down to branding. You need to be clear in your branding. Now, if you go to my Instagram page, um, this Southern Girl Can, everything is under the same business name. People ask me all the time, well, what's your Instagram page? What's your YouTube? It's all under the same name. This Southern Girl Can. And you need to keep everything under the same business name. But if you go to my account, you'll see where I have it set up in a particular type of grid pattern. I have a craft, a funny, a craft, a funny, a craft, a funny. And the funny quotes all have the same color background, the same kind of font, the same color of font, all the same template. And it keeps it very uniform. And I like that uniform look. I don't like when everything is just thrown on there. And I used to do that in the past, but I don't anymore. because I just didn't like the way it looked. So when you do that, and people look at your page, they can automatically say, oh, well, look at all these wreaths and all the funnies, you know? And they want to spend time on your account looking to see what you have. They're not going to say, oh, gosh, <laughs> this is jumbled up. I'm confused. What are they doing? And it's just easier when you break it up with two or three things, okay, instead of just jumbling it all up together. Now, when I talk about using templates for, like, the quotes that I put up there, I like that template and it works very well right now. That's not to say that it's going to work forever, okay? And you can't be afraid to try new things, especially when it comes to Instagram. So we're going to talk about that. Well, I just had to drink some coffee because I just <laughs> had a coughing fit. Okay, so let's talk about the new things. Don't be afraid to try new things because Instagram, unlike a lot of these other these other um, outlets out there, they like to roll out new features, and they like to roll them out quite a bit. Number one, you need to keep your Instagram app up to date, okay? Maybe you need to set it up to like auto update on your phone. Make sure it is always up to date because Instagram rolls out new features all the time and they reward the creators who use those new features as quickly as possible. So if you're on Instagram and you see something new pop up, Make every effort possible to use that new feature at least within the first 24 to 48 hours. Because when you do that, Instagram is like, aha, they're pumping our new features. And now we are going to increase the exposure of their post, their story, whatever you used that new feature in. Okay. Like Instagram likes to roll out like these themed stickers and things like that. If you use them, if you use them, Instagram likes to put your content out there in front of people. Um, if they have new templates, if they have, you know, a new this or a new that, grab it and use it. You've got to keep an eye on Instagram. 
Don't say, oh, I'm just going to check in once a week or once every three or four days. No. Check it every day. See if anything new has come out. Once it's new, use it, and you're going to see a difference and an increase in both your reach and your interaction. Now, with your filming, don't get stuck in the rut of using the same filming practices all the time when you're doing your reels. If you are the type of content creator that has to do that like me, and, you know, I post on YouTube first because YouTube is my moneymaker, then I edit those videos down to fit into an Instagram reel. There, there's really not much that I can do with that style-wise because I'm showing you how to do something. Now, there are a lot of content creators out here that, um, you know, they're into fashion, they're, and that's not my thing, but there are so many different styles of filming and templates and everything that you can use where you can really, really mix it up. And um, I was getting ready to say TikTok. <laughs> I was just on TikTok a while ago. I got a TikTok on the brain. But Instagram likes it when you mix it up. And your audience likes it too. That's why I like to break up my post with funnies and stuff like that. Um, so it's not like the same thing over and over. Okay. But anyway, let's move on to talking about your audience. Oh my goodness. I'm going to make some people mad. I might lose some followers. But I'm trying to tell you the truth of the matter, okay? You have to set boundaries. On Instagram, it's just like everything else. You have to set boundaries, okay? Now, when I was first starting out, every comment that came my way, I would respond. I would actually type out a response. Every single message that came into my inbox, I answered. And let me tell you, that's fine if you're a small creator and you have a small audience. That's absolutely wonderful, in fact, because it shows interaction, okay? And Instagram is just like YouTube, just like Facebook. They love interaction. They like to see you interact. But you have to think to yourself, do you really want to interact with everybody every single day? And if you make it a habit, people are going to expect that out of you. And it gets to the point where, and I timed myself, I want you to listen to this setting down and responding to comments on YouTube. Five hours later, I was like halfway through responding to the comments that had come in in just the past few days. You can't do that. You cannot do that. And I'm going to give some examples here. And this is not at all trying to be mean, but if the people that ask these kind of questions are listening, I want you to just take a minute not get mad, and I want you to think about it from the point of the creator, okay? So, let's say that you make a video, and then you post it. Now, my DIY videos, I always, I always put words that say, for the full tutorial, look for the link in my bio, and I'm referring to Instagram. For the full tutorial, click the YouTube link, tab whatever, the link in my bio. I will still get questions. I can't find your YouTube channel. Did you search for my business name? Did you click the link in my bio like I said to? Or somebody will say, well, where did you get your supplies? Okay, people will ask questions and they would rather wait two to three days for you to answer instead of going back and watching a 10-minute video where you give the answer in the first 30 seconds of that video, okay? And the same thing is on Instagram. I was talking about YouTube just then, but the same thing is on Instagram. When you... Let's say that you are like a fashion influencer and you show a sweater that you have. You can tag the brand. You can put the name of the brand across the top of the screen in your video. You can put it in your comments. You can put it in your description. People are still going to ask, where did you get that sweater? 
you don't have to answer that. And I'm going to tell you why. They can rewatch the video, take, take 30 seconds out of their time to rewatch the video and have their answer. Now, if you sit there and if you try to answer everybody, you are eating up the time that you could be creating more content and you're eating up the time that you could be using to answer people that genuinely need help, okay? Like I get questions, um, yeah, I, I went to my Dollar Tree and I can't find what you used. Okay, I'm sorry, but I don't own Dollar Tree. I'm sorry, you know? Or um, what year did you buy those supplies? I told you in the video that I bought these last week. You know, it, it's, it's, and if you stop and if you answer all those people, then you're, you're skipping over the people that, that have genuine questions that really do need help. And those people that are genuine and that need help, you don't get to them because you're answering, you know, some of the silly questions that people could answer themselves if they would read the big text across the top of the video. And then you're going to lose them as a follower, probably. You're going to lose them as a follower. They're like, well, you know, I genuinely need help and you're not helping me. Um, you you have to pick and choose and you have to set boundaries. Like, I'm not going to answer anybody on a weekend. And then I have set hours that I will actually dedicate to answering people. I've had people send me messages 11 o'clock at night and then get mad because I don't answer them. I'm not going to answer you at 11 o'clock at night, you know, because you ask, well, I can't find those flowers at Walmart. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, go get purple flowers somewhere else. I don't know what to tell you. What do you want me to do? So you do have to set boundaries and people are going to get mad at you. People are going to unfollow you. Let them. Okay. Let them. You're, you're going to wear yourself down by sitting there trying to answer every single question at all hours of the day, all hours of the evening, and it will take up your whole entire weekend if you let it, okay? Now, when and people will, they're gonna come at you, and I get messages on Instagram all the time. I sent you a question last week, and you haven't answered me. And I go back and I look at their question, and it was something that could easily be answered if they were to watch the whole tutorial like I asked them to in the reel, you know? And I'm, and I'm not gonna to respond to them. I'm not gonna to respond to them if they are off of work, let's say they go to work that morning and then they come home and let's say a coworker or a boss calls them and they ask them 50,000 questions about work. Are they going to want to answer work questions all hours of the night? No. Are they going to want to answer work questions all weekend long? No. They can't expect you to do it either. And you're not going to do it because like I said, number one, it wears you down and number two, it cuts into your productivity time, which in turn affects your income. And I don't like people affecting my income in a negative manner. Okay. And it's not that you're being mean. It's just, it's common sense to, to not do that, okay? Like, I'm losing money if I can't sit here and work because I'm trying to answer questions because somebody can't find purple flowers at Walmart and they don't know what to do. So you, you have to set those boundaries. Not just on Instagram, Facebook, everywhere else. So I hope that this helped you a little bit with Instagram. And we're going to do more Instagram and we're going to do Facebook and we're going to do YouTube and TikTok and all that in future episodes of Small Business Saturday. But for now, I hope that helped you out a little bit. If you would, please go back and listen to past episodes. Stay tuned for future episodes. I'll talk to y'all later. Bye. You've been listening to the This Southern Girl Can Show. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to follow so you'll be notified of upcoming episodes. Take care, and we'll see you next time.